Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name, baby? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone is doing fantastic this evening. I am tired because I have spent the day with a beautiful family. Hi, Lisa. Good evening. And when I spend time with families, it is usually very emotionally intense. Trauma is intense. Carrying years of pain is intense. Feeling feeling the pain that a child... And, we're, and I was working with a teenager today. So this young lady, very, very, very courageous, very, very bold strong 16 year old she's turning 16 years on Sunday and so I had the privilege to spend the day working with her and her family it never ceases to amaze me um the resilience uh Bruce Perry once said that children aren't they're not just resilient they're malleable meaning we can shape and mold them but I'll say that this child is resilient. She continues, has continued to recover time and time and time again from devastating levels of traumatic experiences that have occurred in her life. Hey, Brenda. <laughs> Brenda's tired too. I'm tired, Brenda. Hey, Ashley. Um, any advice on how to convince an 18-year-old to commit to deep emotional work now that they are off on their own? Um... Hmm. I'm going to say relationship. Just being in relationship, it's not really a matter of convincing them so much as it is a matter of being in relationship. And so I don't, I've said this to you guys before, I don't work with kids by themselves. I always work with families. I always start with the parents. And the only time I'm willing to work with a, a child one-on-one is when they're a teenager because I feel like they have more self-control they have more insights they have they're closer to adulthood and therefore they have a voice and sometimes it's appropriate to work one-on-one and that's what I did today with the 16 year old for a while before we brought her mom back in um so when this child was eight years old and she had a, a disrupted placement wasn't even a disruptive place. It's so much as the therapist. I, I can't believe this this happens, but it does because I've heard it before. The therapist told the parents that they needed to just leave the child and move on because the child couldn't be helped. So the therapist made this decision, then had a transport person come and take this eight-year-old who had just been playing on a trampoline. Take her. They put her in the back of a truck, and he drove her to a respite home where she spent the next five months and was eventually adopted by a new family. It's just horrendous, 
horrendous kind of things we put children through. But a professional did that. And that kind of thing makes me so sad. It's so overwhelming. But she said when she was, this is eight years old, listen to this. She said, I was kicking and screaming. And finally, the guy who was driving the truck, he was in a semi-truck. They put her in the cab of a semi-truck, not the trailer, but in the cab part. And he's driving her in the semi-truck. He said, she said, he started laughing and he wasn't going to tell me where I was going. She had no idea, no warning, nothing. She goes from being with a family who had adopted her where she'd been for the last four years to literally put in the back of a vehicle and driven into the night to a new home, a respite home where they do boot camp kind of stuff because they had to teach her how to appreciate her family. And she said, I kicked and I screamed, and I finally said, if they're not gonna tell me where I'm going, I'm not gonna let them know me. And she said she just shut down. And I feel like that's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing for an eight-year-old to have that kind of ability to protect themselves to move into self-protection and that's what she's used to protect herself for the last eight years of her life and so today she made the first steps towards letting that eight years go that have defined her and it's just so intense and it is exhausting deep emotional work is exhausting um but it's been such a privilege to spend time with this family and such an honor to see this teenager who started out, you know, just like, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not doing any work to opening up and into this, this place of where she wants to, she wants to feel better, not, not for making everyone else feel good, but for feeling good for herself. And she has an amazing voice to boot. So I think one day we could see her on a stage somewhere touching people's lives. Um, that would be very cool. But um, so it's been a pretty exhausting day. I'm, I'm pretty tired. I, I don't do this a lot. This kind of co family consulting, I don't do it very much anymore. So when I do, it um, I, I love doing it. But it's it's draining. It's very emotional. And she asked me at one point, after we had kind of gotten through some of the work, she said, well, why were you crying? And I said, because if I feel sad, if I feel emotions, if I feel energy, I just let it out because it's just, it's better than holding it in. And um, she thought that was pretty cool. But it is. Why, why hold in your pain? You know, we only hold in our pain because we've con been conditioned to do so. And learning how to release your pain and let it go and move on can be very freeing. And so that's what we spend a lot of time doing and they still have a, a, a journey, but we all have a journey at the end of the day. We just want to hope that the people who love us and the people who believe in us, you know, stick with us and support us as we go through our journey because we're all, we're all, we're all growing, hopefully all the time. And we're all going through a journey, a deeper understanding of ourselves and, 
and um, you know finding finding those opportunities where we can relate deeper to one another and have deeper more meaningful relationships um, you know it, it it helps our growth so hello there mother um, so Ashley what I would say to you is in relationship to the 18 year old is you know right now she's coming into a new a new phase in her life so just be just be a friend to her be a support don't worry so much about the deep emotional work just yet there'll be a time for that um it was so interesting because this young lady i was working with today she would give the mom these gifts underneath humor and helping the mom see the gift so like the daughter saying something really sensitive about oh you can't you are you sure you want to love me if I burp or, or are you sure you'll love me if I blah, blah, blah it comes from a core of not feeling like she's lovable. And to make that statement, you know, we can blow it off like it's funny, but unless you learn to listen to those, those subtle statements and learn to respond to them with, of course, I'll always love you. Of course, I don't care if you if you burped and farted and puked and peed and everything else. I'm I'm still gonna love you. You're my child. You know the child is waiting to hear that. They ask they ask those questions from that very vulnerable, sensitive place, and we don't always we don't always hear it. So learn to hear it. Learn to tune in. That's where that's where healing work happens. That's where healing trauma happens. Not in the therapist's office. It happens in the day-to-day. -day. It happens in those small exchanges when a child says something to you really sensitive, but maybe they scream it. Maybe they say it when they're crying. Maybe they say it when they're laughing. But your ability to catch that and receive that and respond to that in a heartfelt, loving way is what makes all the difference. That's when deep healing happens in the day-to-day. -day. That's when the brainstem is available and the state level of memory is available. So um, we're going to go have dinner and I'm going to sleep really good tonight. And then I am going to be at the Communication Summit. Grand Junction tomorrow. We're going to start at 9 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. So I plan it on streaming live for you guys. Hey, Caitlin. And, um, you know, maybe maybe there'll be a, a pearl a pearl or something in there for you. All right. Well, God bless you. Big Papa loves you. I hope you've had a fantastic day. I hope you have an amazing evening. And uh, if you ever get a chance, visit Grand Junction. It is a beautiful, beautiful little city. I've really enjoyed my time here and um, would love to come back another time. So, all right, that's it, guys. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can, number one, continue to react from the same levels of stress and fear and overwhelm and shock. Or we can stop. We can take three to ten deep breaths. We can breathe deep into our bodies. We can embrace our pain and our sadness and our anger. And we can let it go. And know that it doesn't have to define us. And anything you've gone through doesn't have to define you. It's a part of who you are, but it's not who you are. It's a part of who you are, but it is not who you are. And then we can choose love. And we'll continue to grow and become better people. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.